Hello, this is uh, Haley, the voice of Eclipse on the HLP or the Hideous Laughter podcast. I just wanted to come on and say thank you so much for making it to episode five with us. Uh, we are really, really excited to see we have people interacting with us on social media. Uh, you know, we've got a Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. So just want to go over those accounts real quick. So on, on Twitter and Snapchat, we are at Laughter Hideous. And on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook, we are at Hideous Laughter Pod. You can also email us anytime at the Hideous Laughter Podcast at gmail.com. We love all the support and chatting with anyone else who loves and enjoys what we enjoy drinking and Pathfinder gothic horror stuff. Love it. Uh, but also, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening app if. Um, if you can, it's it's really the best way to spread this hideous laughter to everyone. Want to get as many people as possible hyped for uh, this podcast because we love doing it. So with that, I welcome you to episode five, The Curious Case of the Bloody V. Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Jesus Christ, guys. I haven't seen you in a fucking while. How's everybody doing? I guess we're doing okay. I think I can speak for the room. Not doing too bad. Oh, you can speak for everybody here? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Well, then what the fuck are you drinking? Slurp. (laughs) Griffin, that is a frosty can of hams. That was not a sky blue sip you just took. No, it was not. I tried. It backfired on me. I won't let it happen again, folks. I apologize. All right, Brooks, how about you? What the hell is that green apologize, monstrosity apologize I see next to For that time? one. Uh, it is some form of white whiskey meal water. Gross. So, yeah, it's, it's also lime green. It's literally lime green. That's, it is. Uh, that's very thematic for playing Ikmer, I guess, but how does I it mean, taste? I mean, if you want to. Oh, uh, could be worse. I've had worse okay. like when I was a lot younger. A lot younger? <laughs> yeah, like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Haley, what are you having? Uh, I'm drinking a rum and Dr. Pepper. Rum and Dr. Pepper. That's actually, I, I'd like those. It's really good. <laughs> All right. What about you, Emily? Root beer and whatever. Rum. Rum. Rum is a good cool. one, too. Root beer and Dr. Words. Pepper. No. Here, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no. Alcoholic beverage of champions. Uh, I'm drinking a White Claw. A White Claw? Uh, I see you have not popped the tab. Would you please do us the honor of doing so? <laughs> All right. Ooh. Take a real nasty sip. Come on. Come on. That was the best. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Awesome. I was balancing out your sip. That's fair. This was a disaster. We need to start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys. Um, yes, please. Let's all just take another you, sip. Griff, what are you drinking? Well, I was about to get into it till Brooks told everyone else to take another sip, which I wholeheartedly agree with. You should probably all take another sip. Here we go. 
Real pretty. Real pretty. Hey, guys, I just logged on to the uh, Podbean app, and I'm watching our subscriber numbers just drop. <laughs> <laughs> All six. All <laughs> out, six. Out the window. Oh, we're down to five. <laughs> um, so I'm drinking uh, Knob Creek bourbon, Hunted Proof. And uh, oh. I, actually, I actually wanted to uh, shout out, it's at Ice Cream Dice. They... Um, they recommended that I drink bourbon, which, you know, twist my arm a little bit. I yeah. fucking hate this stuff. Come on. <laughs> so so I'll be drinking bourbon for the rest of the night. But seriously, guys, I did want to um, give a shout out to one guy in particular. He's been following all our stuff. He's been retweeting us. He's been spreading the good word. I think he might be OG carrying crowd. That's right. I christen him. I believe I have the power to do this. The founding father of the carrying crowd. Founding father of the carrying crowd. I like the sound of that. So, uh, Sean from an Eldritch, Eldritch Green. Yeah, Jesus oh, Christ. An Eldritch Dream Gaming. I'm drinking this bourbon, obviously. Uh, you can find him at Eldritch, at Eldritch Dream on Twitter, but he's also all over our page. So just look us up and you should be able to find him. He's got all kinds of cool. Uh, Eldritch Mythos stuff on his page. He does a Monster Mondays and that kind of thing. He's also got a Kickstarter that we backed and I think is a really cool thing. But more importantly, he's been a great friend to us. He's, he's been a lot of fun. I just met him online a couple days ago and we've been trading Twitter stuff back and forth. And the, 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 the dude's been super supportive. I yeah. think I can speak for all, for all of us and say that uh, we absolutely adore him. Yeah. Good friend of the pod. So, guys, before we get into our... You know, Pathfinder shenanigans. How's everybody been doing? What do you guys, you know, give me a little bit about your lives. This isn't all about the game. I haven't seen some of you in almost two weeks. So how's your life's going? Come on. Let's go counterclockwise this time. Yeah. Emily. Oh, geez. I have to start? Yeah, you have to start um, picking on your feet. Yeah. Well, today was really I have exciting. to do this every time we start drinking. Truth. Just got to wing it. Yeah. Can balance it out again. Uh just got our wedding pictures back. So Ooh. that was super fun. I'm sure you look beautiful in all of them. Oh, thanks. Brooks, I can't say the same. <laughs> got him. What about you, Haley? How's your life going right now? Well, uh, we just hired someone new, so I've been training nonstop at work, which has been fun because I'll be doing a little bit less, but also uh, a little stressful because he's learning just about everything from me, which is scary. Yeah, that's a terrifying thought. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks, what's going on with your life? Oh, uh, not much. Living life to the fullest. Emily's still pregnant, so. Oh, yeah? Yep. Her parents well, listen to this. Oh, God. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. I'm Don't expecting that phone call. <laughs> I'm also drinking alcohol right now. Yep. That, so that's a like good a, combo. Like I said, still pregnant. <laughs> Steve, oh. after, after that bombshell, you got anything? I got. I can't follow that up. Um I was taking the uh, nasty side eye from Griffin when he was talking about people who hasn't seen it about two weeks. I have been all over America, but mainly just the Midwest, visiting friends and family and spending time downtown and seeing a wonderful band in Chicago called Parkway Drive. And um, Now I'm back here and loving Columbus. I was back to work today. It was uh, pretty much how I'd expect. Yeah. So, yeah. The place, was, Monday. the place was burning down. It was burning down no. without you. Yeah, I believe shout, that. Shout out to the boss holding things down. Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> well, um, she listens. So 
Well, that's good. That's good. We, that's just another one of uh, another one of ten we can add to the list. Um, but yeah, I my my life's going pretty well. Uh, you know, this episode, I'm pretty happy to be on my own mic. <laughs> if anybody listened to oh, episode yeah. four, and it sounded a little bit like I was in a fishbowl, we had a little technical difficulties, but we worked through those, and uh, really hoping this one sounds a good bit better. <laughs> so. With all that aside, uh, why don't we get into it, but instead of bringing you guys back to, you know, right off of the cliffhanger where the three of you were, let's get intimate with Matumbe and Kendra and see what's been going on in the library, besides getting brain. Besides that. So, for the listeners back home... um, Matumbe has just finished reading a tome where he learns some pretty distressing things about the Whispering Way and their motivations and maybe how Professor Lorimore was involved. Not to say that he was involved with the cult themselves, but um, he was aware of their doings and was in some capacity seemed to be working against them or at least trying to learn something about them. So Matumbe closes the tome that he's reading and looks up from Um, from the chair that he's sitting in. He looks up at Kendra, and what's Kendra doing right now? So Kendra, like I said, had kind of grabbed a big stack of books, and she's kind of pouring through them. But beyond that, she's actually doing some of the work that she had talked to Ikmer about, uh, making sure she has some stuff prepared for tomorrow, so comprehend languages. Uh, You can see she's taking a lot of notes. She has a cool pen. Uh, She's sitting at what you would imagine is her dad's old desk. And she's kind of mumbling to herself. She looks a little frazzled and she looks up at Matumbe and she says, Matumbe, we, we've been reading for a couple hours now. I, I'm really starting to think this wasn't an accident with my dad. I, are you, are you finding any information about the Whispering Way? Cause I, I just read a book and, they're necromancers, Matumbe. I think the way that they they kill people that oppose them, it, it, it reminds me of how I found my dad. Matumbe holds up his hand. And he says, Tell me, Kendra, would you like to know how I met your father? The story of why a Mwangi man would travel further north than most native Mwangi have ever gone just to dig a grave. Well, yeah, obviously, I, I, I want to know everything about you guys. You're going to be here for a long time. I think we should be friends. Well, miss, it is a story none have heard before, and a story I will likely never tell again. When I was new to the teachings of Phrasma, but after I had learned the art of tattooing, I was still very active in hunting for, for my village. I would leave for days on end, tracking my prey to bring back to sustain my people. You see, Kendra... Even then, though an infant in my understanding of the divine, I understood the importance of balance, as I believe all of us are born understanding balance. Some may die, so others may live, and when these scales tip too far in either direction, Verasmus sends people like me to write them. Do you understand? Maybe. Maybe I do. I... I wasn't... A huge follower of Phrasma, but I, I understand the concept of the balance between life and death. 
good Kendra, then you understand perhaps more than most. See, it was on one of these hunting excursions, which I came across an adventuring party who were in grave danger, as one of their own was exhibiting symptoms of the most deadly sickness the jungle can offer, malaria. It was your father, Kendra, who couldn't keep an ounce of food in his belly, and your father, who shivered despite the oppressive heat of midday. I knew the symptoms of the sickness upon first glance, and offered my services to these strangers. I could not save this man, but I could ease his passing into the next life and offered to bury him in the earth. The men pleaded with me as a local. Perhaps they thought I could cure his illness, but I implored I could not. I told them I never had the gift of healing and likely never would have that gift. His passing had been demanded by the Lady of Grace with the sickness, and the scales must remain balanced. It was that first night I spent with them that I dug the grave. Most of his party had given up on the professor, but one of his colleagues stayed with me through the night. A simple bodyguard with hair the color of fire, imploring my help. He said that the professor had a profound impact on him and would do anything, offer anything, to save the man's life. As I shoveled the final bit of dirt from the grave, I placed my hand on his shoulder. Anything? I asked. Anything, he replied. That morning, we made the announcement to the rest of the party I would return to my village with the fire-haired bodyguard and bring back medicinal herbs that could treat the professor's ailment. Before we set out, I shared a meal with the fire-haired bodyguard, and we spoke of many things. He was surprised I followed the Lady of Graves, and from him I learned some distinct differences between what I held sacred and what the local Ustalavian clerics preach. We left soon thereafter. As our journey across the savannas of the Moangi progressed, the fire-haired bodyguard grew gradually more and more clumsy. First, he fumbled his words, then his feet, eventually fumbling the equipment he carried before collapsing face-first into the dirt when for when we dined together, he unknowingly consumed insects, tainted with the sleeping sickness. Dead insects, us the Mwangi have used for years against the unsuspecting. As fatigue overtook his body, I saw a knowingness in his eyes. He pleaded with me. He told me of a son he left back home. I spoke one word to him before taking his life. Anything. You see, Kendra, balance in all things is the only way Galarian as we know can exist. If the professor were to live, the divine must have one in return. I returned to the party with the herbs and the professor was walking within the day. We spoke about much in the coming days during his expedition, but he never once asked what became of his fire-haired bodyguard. For the wisest of us best understands the concept of balance. And you see, Kendra, maybe that's why I'm here. Maybe there was an imbalance to these scales. Maybe Karen had someone to bring to Phrasma that didn't quite yet belong to her. And maybe it's my duty to write these scales and deal with these vile cults that I also believe very well, maybe 
because of your father's death. But, Matube, are you saying you, you killed a man to save my dad's life? No, I saved a man, and in doing so, another had to leave us. But he's never really gone. He's just on the other side. But, but how, how do you know? They didn't have Churches of Phrasma in the Mwangi Expanse. You read a book, Matumbe. I read a book. So how do you know? How do you know you're not interpreting it wrong? How do the ones here know anything about Phrasma? They learn, be it from a cleric or be it from a book. They learn. And what it truly becomes down to is what you believe to be true. I believe what I read. I saw the power of one who worshipped Phrasma. I saw it only for a moment, but it was enough. But the clerics here, they don't kill people when somebody's murdered. They don't take lives. The clerics here do not understand. They do not see things the way that someone who has come from the Mwangi sees things. So... What will you do about my father, then? If he's been killed, is it your duty to kill his killer? Is that... Are you judge, jury, and executioner? Precisely. Although, I would like to correct you. I may be executioner. I may be jury. But I am no judge. I do not presume to speak for the Lady of Graves. I only act on her behalf. Well, Matume, I, I can't say I agree with the, the way you handled that, but I do know if you're wrong, your lady will judge you for that. It, I hope you really believe what you did. It is something I think of every day. And Kendra, I would like to be your friend. And she kind of turns her nose into one of her books and continues to read. And then Matumbe stops reading the book that he had been reading earlier and opens up his own book, the uh, the one with the spiral on the cover, and begins doing exactly what um, what uh, Kendra is doing as well. Okay. And I think with that, we fade back to the rest of the group and... And there's this bustling crowd around this statue. And where I left you guys last week, you saw blood. Blood on the ground and blood on the statue. And you saw a letter written on this statue in blood. And the letter is a bright red V at the base of the statue. So you have the sheriff... With you guys, you have some of the town's guard. They're trying to figure out the situation with this crowd. And you're at the front of it, and you're, you know, you can clear view, see this memorial. What are you guys doing? So is the blood, like, all over the statue, like, covering it, or just in place? It's like... I want to say it's splattered, so like you can tell, it's like it's been tossed at it. Uh, so parts of it are like covered in blood, but you can see it was maybe like thrown at it. It's on some of the ground, 
but it's not covered in such a way that you can't make out the V written pretty clearly on the base. Uh, Sheriff, but what is the meaning of this? Who would do something like this? Ikma, help me, uh, help me get the crowd in order, and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you after that. Okay. Everybody back! <laughs> uh, make me, make me an intimidate check. Oh. Can I aid him? Are you- 13. So a couple of people listen to you, uh, and you, you actually get the first group of people to take a couple steps back. You can okay. tell that the sheriff's a little... E- Thank you, Ikmar. I, I appreciate that. I'll use my, I'll use my spear uh, lengthwise and just like almost like clear a very wide path, hopefully. Okay. Using um, the length of if it. If you're going to use your spear like that... Oh, fuck that. Uh... <laughs> Make me make me a strength check. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. No. So you actually yes, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So you actually push a couple people to the ground, but but you do succeed in clearing a path after they see that you you've actually like shoved these people to the ground. A lot of the people are making way for you, but the people on the ground are like oh. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Did you like help him up? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to decide. I think Ikmer is trying to decide. As Ikmer's well. trying to decide. <laughs> they, they, uh, they get themselves up off the ground and they kind of scurry away. I'm sorry. The sheriff told me to get get you all back. So. I don't care what the sheriff said. Why'd you why'd you hit an old lady down to the ground? It was the right thing to do at the time. She just kind of runs away from you. <laughs> um, okay, what about the rest of you? Are you yeah. uh, are you kind of going to investigate this statue, or are you, you know, I, talking to the sheriff some more? He seems a little more calm after what Ick's done. Yeah, I would like to, I guess, um, kind of sneak through the crowd and look to see if there's anyone who looks, you know, like proud of this work. Assuming he, like the person who did it, is either still around or uh, returned to the scene of the crime. Okay, um, I think first that's going to be a perception check, and then it's going to be a sense motive check. You're going to have to stealth. Right. stealth? What stealth? I was going to sneak that? around the crowd, but it's fine. I'll do perception. Um, thirteen. Thirteen. Um. So you're looking around this crowd and without a sense motive, you're not entirely sure what anyone's thinking, but you see a lot of faces, um, some that you recognize and others that you obviously don't because you don't know the whole town yet. So in sense motive, right? Sure. That's really bad. (laughs) Six. Yeah, you you really can't tell. For the most part, you think pretty much everyone you're seeing seems panicked. They seem like this is something that's not a common occurrence, maybe, and they're kind of freaking out that there's blood everywhere. All right. Uh, Then I will walk up to the sheriff and say, "Uh, don't worry, the guy's not here uh, anymore. All right, lass. Um, Thank thank you. Do you have any background in police work? Uh, 
None whatsoever. All right. Um, we, we'll uh, we'll take your take your insight into consideration, I believe. But um, we let us keep keep the investigative work to us. Okay. So at this point, Lyra would like to talk to the sheriff and um, ask him if anything like this has happened before, smaller scale, or if V means something. Um, I can't really... I can't think that, that V would mean anything important. I've, um, I've never seen something like this happen in our town, you know, um the the blood everywhere and it's it, it, we've we've never had this kind of vandalism would it have anything to do with any drifters in town or i well the only the people only that drifters here yeah the the only is it to the young boy's point the only people that have come to town are or the people for Lorimore's funeral, of which there are approximately three of you here. Hmm. I don't want to say you're suspects here, but you know, you, you did help me clear a path and get get some of the riffraff off the streets. So, there's a couple of checks I'd like to do. Okay. At least one for perception uh, on... I guess once for survival on uh, any sort of tracking as well as if I could do a perception or heal on the like how fresh everything looks. Blood? Yeah, yeah, you definitely can do that. Okay. Um, which do you want to do first? I'd rather do heal on, uh, okay. on uh, the blood. Yeah, so make me, make me a heal check on the blood and if anyone else has heal they can certainly help. I'll try to aid. Same. I did not aid. Oh, I did. I got a nine. Okay, so that brings it up to an Wait. 11. It does. You can kind of tell, and it's not really your medicinal knowledge telling you this is kind of your common sense that, like, this has probably, you know, happened at the earliest last evening just because... <laughs> just because... You know, like, if it's drawing this big of a crowd, it would have already done so if yeah. it wasn't, like, freshly discovered. And I think people would notice that there's blood on their monument pretty quickly. So you can kind of intuit that it's it's relatively fresh, but you can't really okay. make heads or tails of the blood. What is this a monument of? Make me a knowledge local if you have it. Nope. Uh, or a knowledge history. Yes. I think we need Matumbe for uh, this sort of. I rolled a three, got ten. So you're not entirely sure. It's like a, I mean, you can you can see that it's a man and a woman, but since you're taking time and trying to remember this, you actually read on the plaque that that this is a memorial to the people that died in the Harrowstone fire. And it goes on to say, pictured are Warden Hawkrin and his wife. And it's kind of them holding each other. And that's, it, it, it's, it's, the people in town know that, that 
that's what it's meant to memorialize just because they know he was this prominent figure in town that died in this fire. He was trapped in the prison. Can you tell us exactly um, where on the statue the Bloody V is? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, if you look to the to the mid of the wife's dress. Oh, no, <laughs> um, no, it's 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 on the it's written on the base, and the base is kind of like a foot high before you get to the actual statue. So there's just like a V there, and that's Warden Hawkgrim and unnamed wife. And his wife, yes, <laughs> unnamed mistress. <laughs> Un- okay, uh, second check survival. Okay, uh, go ahead. I'm hoping to get a couple of things off of this. Number one. I, I guess I know this is going to be hard because there's a lot of people around, but if yeah. this person were to make obvious tracks somewhere, where are they leading to? Sure. Also, if there are any handprints that would allude to male or female. Sure, and sure. Race. Yeah. Go ahead and make the check. Motherfucker. Seven. The only thing that you can tell with a seven is that and you kind of like this is obvious to you you see that what maybe looks like smears in the blood and they kind of go around the statue and you can see that like somebody did a deliberate job of covering up where they went after this and you can't make heads or tails of where it's going actually but you can tell with a seven that somebody put some care into basically making sure they weren't followed back. Okay. Uh, guys, I can't make anything of uh, where the where the perp might have gone to, or uh, I guess, but what I do know is that it was probably overnight uh, that this had happened, but I think Mutumbe would be a great help here from... Uh, Knowledge uh, perspective. That's probably a great idea. <laughs> Says Matumbe in the library, <laughs> talking about killing people. Hey. Uh, then I think we should probably go back and uh, get Mutumbe. Do we all want to go? Or I could run back and you guys can make some more checks, um, work with the sheriff. Yeah, I mean, you guys might be better at walking. We could see talk, if there's walking and talking. Yeah, if people kind of linger or look a little shifty. Okay. Okay. So Mary is going back to the Lorimore household. Yeah. To be clear, you're probably better at walking, but they're definitely better at talking. <laughs> <laughs> they walk it like they talk it. <laughs> there's a walk it in my pocket. So, Ikmer, you head back, um, and we'll say the girls have maybe 15 minutes before you can get Matumbe and he can bookmark his page and, and, and you guys need to decide if you're bringing Kendra, if you're leaving her and that kind of thing. So so we'll go back to you guys. Um, do you want to ask the sheriff anything else? Do you want to do your own type of investigation? Is there... The, the crowd at this point is starting to kind of move on. They're... they're they're clearly concerned about this situation, but seeing the the guard presence here, they're not. They they don't feel like they need to be here to raise an alarm or anything. So they've seen what there is to see, and they're kind of 
only the people that were in the back are moving up to take a look. So, I think before the sheriff leaves, uh, Lyra would try to talk to him since the whole point of, well, part of the point of going to the sheriff was to get potentially a guard for the house slash yeah. Kendra. Yeah. So um, she would just ask, I, I know there's some weird stuff going around uh, town and I'm a little, we're a little bit worried about Kendra and Professor Lormore's house. Is there any way you could spare a few guards to watch over the house and make sure nothing happens to her? Make me a diplomacy check. Yes. 24. 24. Uh, nice. So the, uh, the sheriff actually brings you aside, Lyra, and he he's kind of he's talking to you in hushed tones and he says I've I've been studying a particular set of people called the Whispering Way and I think that Kendra at this point might not be in true harm of of what killed her father but but I do think that we, as a group, maybe need to figure something out here. Because her father's death looks nothing but suspicious. Yeah, we've been hearing of... Or Professor Lorimar has been... Uh, had written about the Whispering Way, and it was definitely something we were interested in as well. I, I think we should try to work together to make sure everyone's safe. Yeah, but but as far as guards, dear, um, as you can see, we've we've got our hands full here. You know, if if you were to help out with the invest- investigation here, we might be able to, you know, spare a man or two. But I can't say how reliable they might be. They might be our, you know, backstock, if it were mm. as it were. All right, we can we can definitely keep an eye on everything. We can discuss it and you know if you're if you're at the house during the night and and there's a guard at the house during the day then maybe maybe it works out. I think that would make us feel safer at, at least for a day or two. Okay, so so with that 24 you've you've convinced him definitely to to at least spare a guard when he can and he's obviously going to let you guys know if if there's you know, a reason why he wouldn't be able to have a guard at the house, but but at this point during the day, you can feel relatively certain that Kendra at least has another person there if she's staying at home. Okay. Um, again, he's expressed to you that he doesn't really think that she's that at that much risk, but he's kind of trying to work out the same things you guys are trying to work out, and he's come to the Whispering Way potentially being a culprit. Yeah, I also don't want like the house to get burned down or something, and then yeah. we lose no, all I, of his yeah. works. I agree. All of our stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's also possible if he does any more research into this, he's going to get axed himself. Yeah. Because, I mean, if that's how, I mean, if that is how the professor died. Yeah. He's next investigator's up next. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, there's you know from. What you guys know, there might be danger to all of you for, you know, if you're if you're talking to anyone else about being suspicious. Mm-hmm. So, 
there's that angle to it. But but uh, Eclipse, are you are you doing anything in this kind of interim time, looking at the statue or doing that kind of thing? Well, E is already uh, really confident. The guy who did this isn't here anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I would look at the statue, and if I don't see anything, probably just sit in front of it and wait. Honestly, so um, I can look at the statue. And you're trying to, I guess, roll me a perception because you're kind of examining everything about the statue. Yeah, I just want to learn a, a little more, I guess, on the blood and stuff. Not, not good rolls. 13 again. 13 again. Um, yeah, you don't see much more. I mean, you're kind of making out the features of the the warden and his wife and... You don't really make out much more on the plaque either. You know, it's it's pretty straightforward what it's depicting. Until and and, and I know you made a roll, but I'm going to say you took. I would have took be, the entire 15 minutes. Yeah. So if you took the entire 15 minutes, that's actually long enough to take a 20 on this one. So as you're kind of observing, you see that the statue actually has, like, the statue of the woman has on it what looks like maybe a journal and the woman has it in her pack and it's sticking out of her pack and it has inscribed on it Visoriana can you spell that V-E-S-O-R-I-A-N-N-A and if I was too fast for you you're gonna have to listen to episode 5 (laughs) <laughs> so you can spell it out. Yeah, way too fast. I will get this later. Okay, so that's that's the name spelled on the journal there. So she has a name. Yes, cool. and you also see that um, the man has a similar... It's written on kind of the base of his boot, and it says, In Memoriam Vaishan. And that is spelled V-E-I... S-H-A-N. Okay. They were an alliter- alliteration couple. Gotcha. But there's only one V. They're both Vs. He's Vaishan. She's yeah. Vissoriana. But, but there's, there's a V on the on the statue. Yeah, only one V on the statue, but two V names. Yeah, since you took a 20, you can find both of those, but they might have been different DCs. Can I ask the sheriff where they're buried? If they recovered the bodies? Yeah. Um, we're going to roll over your diplomacy check since he's okay. kind of given you... He's given you some information about himself already, so he says, um, Dear, I, uh, I believe that they they perished in the prison there and, and it, it became too perilous for, for anyone to try and go in and recover the bodies. Um, several people died that night. And so they're likely still down there. What an awful way to go. I agree, you know. And and now people vandalize in their memory. It's it's were not they, right. Were they well liked? They were beloved in the town. Uh, they, you know, when when Harrowstone was was popular, you know, they. They were basically the the heart and soul of this town, but 
but now we got nothing to, you know, we're not supporting a large prison or anything, so we've got basically our own devices to keep ourselves afloat. So is the prison, like, on? you're unable to get into it right now, or? It's difficult. Okay. I mean, again, it was, like, difficult enough where, and he kind of alludes to this, like, enough people died down there where they didn't really want to, and they died in a fire, so it was kind of hard to, it would have been hard to figure out what body was what, and there were so many bodies down there that they didn't really want to, you know, bring everybody up. And risk, you know, somebody else dying in that extraction attempt. Sounds spooky. It's a bit spoopy, so at this point... What was that word? Spoopy. Spoopy. Just making sure. So, um, at this point, I think Ikmer's likely knocking on the door of the Lorimore estate and trying to, you know, rouse Matumbe and Kendra, who are still there. Uh, I tell them everything. You tell him everything? <laughs> no, uh... Ikmo, you returned. Uh, yeah. He'd be, like, he'd be, like, bursting through the door type, uh... He well, it wasn't a lock, so... Yeah. Anyway, Slow down, uh, my boy. Catch your breath. <sighs> Guys, there's... There's been... A, a vandalism on... In the Times... Town, town Square. In Times Square? <laughs> What sort of vandalism? Uh, there's a there's a bunch of blood, uh, just just everywhere. Uh, oh dear. Uh, we we can't find. Uh, I couldn't find where where they went, and uh, it was likely done last night. And uh, Ken, Kendra, I, I do you feel confident that you can protect yourself while I help investigate these disturbance? Yes, Matume, I'm, I'm okay here, but I might be able to help you. Oh. I can certainly come with. It's not that far. Well, then feel free to come along. So, I, she, I mean, she agrees to come along, and she kind of takes Ikmer aside, and she's chatting with him about, you know, exactly what he found and that kind of thing. She's really interested in this, obviously, it being the night after her dad was buried this thing happens so she's walking with Ikmer you guys make it back uh, the whole group is together now I don't know if Matumbe upon seeing this wants to make any checks but what, what I what I need you guys to do is to make a perception check before this happens solid 10 10 same uh, okay. 20. 20. Yeah. Bam. So Matumbe and Lyra actually see that one of the guards has, has gotten to work trying to remove this vandalism from the statue. And what you see is that you, you both kind of zero in on him and you see that he's scrubbing and scrubbing and it looks like he's got like steel wool and this V is not coming off. Can I detect magic? You can. The Okay, I'll try to detect magic on the statue in the V. You detect magic on there? the V. Ooh. Ooh. Knowledge Arcana? Spellcraft? Yeah, Spellcraft. Yeah, either. Cool, I'll try Spellcraft. Okay, I can Knowledge Arcana. Oh. Um. Though it looks like I might not have to. 
That is a 19. Oh, I thought it was a natural 20 oh, from here. It looked like I saw you it can, too. It was a 12. You can pick up and you can maybe tell that there's some other stuff at work here that you can't quite discern, but you can tell that the effect of the spell permanency is at play. Hmm. Hmm. I guess knowledge arcana. Let's see what I can do. Did you just breathe right into the mic and then get cut off? <laughs> it's still Ikmer. God. I'm all Ikmer, baby. All right. Dick all the um, way down. You, you, you're breathing heavy over here, and I, I, I roll a natural one. Oh, God. So oh. You, you think that, like, it's prestidigitation? This is nothing to be concerned with. <laughs> it's a ketchup. Uh, 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 I think... I think you have better uh, better knowledge of possibly a religion, a religious uh, background on on this. I not certainly sure, do. Not sure if they do or if it has anything to do with this. Well, Lyra hmm. would, after hearing that, pipe up as long as it's just us in our group. Yeah, I mean, sure. like the guards are there and the sheriff is still obviously there, but you know, you guys can kind of huddle up and they're not going to bother you. They kind of at this point with with it we're helping with the crowd and with you with that dope diplomacy check like they kind of trust you guys a little bit at least and they think you're not gonna like fuck around with the crime scene okay so I uh Lyra would motion everyone fucking around with the crime scene he's already trying to clean it all off before we've done all yeah no um they well the issue was and you kind of alluded to it when you made your survival check it's like any blood that could have led to something had been trampled by these like the guards got there late yeah that's okay. why they had to run through the crowd so most of the stuff's been tampered with at this point and at this point they're trying to you know they've they've these guys have already searched for prints and for footprints and at this point they're trying to clean it off so that there's not like a bloody monument in the middle of town all right i'll accept it okay thanks <laughs> so Religious. So you guys are huddled up. What were you... Are we going to do something yeah, about religion? So Lyra would share with the group that um, that there could be some connection to the Whispering Way. The sheriff thinks there might be something at play here. Uh, so Matumbe, did you find anything in your research? I learned quite a great deal. I learned that the professor was actively pursuing this group. And I learned also that the... Way the whispering way deals with their adversaries is they crush their face. I'm not sure how familiar you are with magic, but there are certain skills, certain spells here in Galarian where you can talk to someone who has recently deceased. Crushing the face of someone prevents you from speaking with the recently deceased. And I think it very convenient for someone like the whispering way that one of the people investigating them could not be spoken with once he was he had met his untimely demise. And you guys kind of, you know, after Matumbe says this, it kind of makes sense to you. Like, the people that were at his funeral, some of them seem pretty powerful. And if they couldn't reach him, or if they were convinced that it was an accident, like something more sinister might be at work. Hmm. I mean, something like, you know, if somebody that can speak with undead or speak with dead doesn't do that, 
that's a sign that like something has happened to him where that's impossible. So you know that as well. Um, and, and you do know that like from Kendra telling you, you know, he was crushed. Yeah. All right. All right. So where are we going? What are we doing? Well, what did his journal say? Well, you guys had kind of a couple leads. You wanted to talk to the sheriff, which you did. And through Lyra's diplomacy, we're able to secure a guard to watch Kendra if you guys want to leave her. You remember that there were a couple places to research. They, uh, you know, Kendra's library being one of them. Also, the town hall having records on some stuff. The um, the Temple of Phrasma. Yep was supposed to supposedly took really good records and and Kendra had told you that her dad did some research there to find some stuff out um, and then you had a magic shop in town that where you might have to like pay the proprietor off to be able to use his scrolls but you could buy some scrolls there if you needed to he has a ton of research books if that was the route you wanted to take there's also what a crypt as well. Yes, you remember that there is a crypt at um, at the corner in the restlands of the Eversleep and the Black Way, or the Black mm-hmm. Path rather, uh, the Orange Path. <laughs> if you remember that. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, there's some. You remember like in that crypt there was a cache of stuff that would be potentially used to fight the undead. Loramore. It being a Ferasman crypt, like he basically said, you know, the predecessors of the current people running the Temple of Ferasma had stashed a bunch of supplies away. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, especially with Matumbe and Tuit, that that might be useful in fighting the undead because that's all, that's like what Ferasma is about. Yeah. For, 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 for Matumbe, it's either go to the Temple of Ferasma or go to the crypts. Okay. I, I could go either way, but I could be convinced otherwise. If you guys wanted to knock something easier off the list, or and you guys already here. talked to the old lady about Antrellis, so and the sheriff about him as well. Yeah, I mean, I know I wanted to go see him, but we don't really know where he is. You don't. You know, he's out in the woods. That's what the sheriff told you last time. That's about all he knows. Done right. We can make him come to us. No more tapping on my window. <laughs> it's just Horace again. <laughs> that damn Horace again. <laughs> okay, so oh, I Horace. almost thought we were going to get through an episode without a Horace. Joke. Never. Oh, hello. Oh, what is all this blood? You want to explore my crypt? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there ice cream? Always, candy. always, Ikma, young lad. There's enough ice cream to go around. Just don't get a milk mustache. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Gotta stop. <laughs> I'll never stop. So, pivoting away never, from that. So, why don't you guys think about what you want to do, and then the first of you with a great idea, tell me. Let's go to the crypt together. Jesus fuck. Okay, so you guys want to go to the crypt. Plan to say together. No, no, nobody planned. Yeah, the plan was to say that together, not 
together. The magic oh. of editing. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. Okay, so so you guys want to head to the crypt. You all know the way to the Restlands at this point because you were just there yesterday. So at this point, it's... Call it mid to late afternoon. After all this has been done, Matube did some researching. You guys did a lot of kind of studying of this this memorial and... And then Ikmar had to run back and do whatever. So, call it call it mid afternoon, like two three p.m. That you head up to the restlands. And as you approach the restlands, um, why don't you all make me a perception check? Exquisite. I have a fifteen. A fifteen. My first double-digit roll, and I got 14 total. Ah, 14. Jeez. Only got a five. A five. 12 total. 12 total. Um, So everybody above a 10 can see that there are kind of like robed figures that look like there may be, you know, maybe there's like six of them that you can pick out, maybe more in the Restlands that are basically tending to the graves, you know, doing the mowing the lawn, upkeeping the tombstones, that kind of thing. So they look like they have jobs. Yes, yes. They they all look like they're working pretty diligently. Um, are, th- are they anywhere near Professor Lorimore's grave? There's, like, one over that way. Okay. Um, but... Fresh grass. Matumbe, if you could make a knowledge religion. No. What would you get total? Oh, God. <laughs> that was uh, my, like, 12th natural one on this podcast. Oh, okay. It is a uh, eight total. So being kind of a foreigner to this country, you're not really sure what they're doing around the graves. I mean, you Still can see that they're... Hostile. Looks like they're Still doing, hostile. like, medial tasks, but you don't know, like, you can't really tell that this has any religious significance. This is not how we prepare the graves in Ibuwongi. Well, they have grass here, seems, so seems pretty normal. We to have me. longer grass in the savanna. Okay, so got them. So you guys approach. I don't know if you want to like talk to any of these people, or if you 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 kind of know the direction of where this crypt would be. You know, maybe in the back of all of your heads, it's like how how happy are these guys going to be if we just like break into a crypt? Fair point. Is there one that looks to be a boss figure? Like, Does one of them have a larger health bar? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> the metagaming. Um, <laughs> Roll a knowledge metagaming. There's a... There's one at kind of like the Gravedigger Shack that you might intuit. Mm. Might be, you know, he doesn't look like he's necessarily like mowing lawns. He's actually got kind of like a a tome out in front of him that he seems to be studying. Wouldn't Motumbe know these guys because he dug the other grave? No. It was specified that he dig he dig Lorimore's grave. He okay. dug it. Yeah. He dump truck styled it. Yeah, bang that thing out in 20 minutes. He's gotten real good at it. Okay, just checking. Um, Alright, so let's let's walk over and talk to the guy that seems like you seem maybe a little bit more important. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, 
My friend, what tome are you reading here? Oh, um, this is a... It's a ledger. It's a, you know, I've, I've got everybody's schedule in here, and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to make sure we're getting the job done. We're, we're keeping the, keeping the restlands tip-top shape. How you know. is, how is business these days? Um, you know, we're, we're a smaller, um, smaller funeral or f- smaller cemetery. Um, hasn't been that busy. Obviously, we had Laura Moore in here yesterday, but. No, uh, not not particularly um, busy. It's just a big funeral, you know. I see, I see. Or big graveyard, rather. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, I believe Eclipse was trying to speak up, and I talked over her. No, it's cool. I was just going to say, just manage your things. That's Ooh. all he was doing. Yeah, he's, so. you know, he, he seems like he's taking and tying, like, you know... All the Ferasmin acolytes came to work today. Uh, so and so is mowing the grass. So and so is polishing the tombstone. So and so, you know, as it should be, my friends. We are here investigating. We're following up on some leads, and we have been pointed in the direction of a crypt on your premises that may hold the key to a larger mystery. Ah, um, I I haven't heard of any of that. Maybe. Maybe Father Father Grimborough might might know uh, about this one. Absolutely, is he on the premises? He's at the temple, other side of the restlands. That's fair. Is this the temple that we were talking about? The earlier? temple of Phrasma, Yes, he's. Oh, he, I didn't realize they were right be, next to each other. Perfect. Yeah, no, the, yeah. it's like it's like a regular church where you have like the church and the graveyard behind it. It's kind of like that, but they're at the other side of you know. You guys entered in the the Eversleep, like where you entered last time. Okay. So it would be at the other side of the cemetery. All right. Well, what do you guys think? Should we pay our respects at the temple? I mean, we don't have to do the, all the knowledge checks, all the all the research and everything, but, you know, kind of let them know that we're fucking around with their crypts. I think it's probably not a good idea to get on their bad side. So we should maybe at least attempt to have them help us. Sure. We did help chase off all of the... Uh, ruffians that were here before so we maybe built up a little bit of credibility yeah yeah no i i agree i think i think you know grimborough is going to remember you guys as the people that basically upheld the sanctity of a frasman burial kind of thing so if you want to go to the i think we i think we send one of one of their guys over there to do that while we go to the actual crypt Rather than rather than one of us leave, I'd say you send a guy. One of, yeah, send one of their guys out there. Less distractions, less uh, less to get past. Do we know exactly which crypt we need to look at? You know whereabouts it is, but you know there may or may not be like two or three crypts there. So we should talk? probably figure out exactly which crypt it is before yeah, we start so, busting into crypts. This well, would be a good idea. Let's talk yeah. to uh, let's let's talk to to Father. Okay, so you, Father Greenboard. So you guys head over to the Temple of Phrasma? Yeah, yeah. And um, Father Grimbor is there. You know, he if you if you enter, it's like him, and he's kind of teaching some prayers, just some acolytes and that kind of thing. And and he sees you, and immediately. He's like, 
Oh, hello there. Uh, welcome back. Um, Matumbe, I, I remember I remember you. Um, are you here to worship? Unfortunately, no. Although maybe I will stop by later. And I would appreciate maybe if later we were able to exchange teachings on Phrasma. I, I would be curious to, to hear what a Mwangi man has learned in his in his travels. I would be curious to learn what an Ustalavian teaches. Ah, yes, um, you know, we... Perhaps we could help each other. We have a lot to talk about. I sound, it sounds like we have a lot to talk about. But what, what brings the four of you here? We're following up on a lead. I do not believe that the professor's death was an accident. I believe that there may be a nefarious plot underway, and we're following up on a lead. Unfortunately, it brings us to your doorstep. And what what lead might this be? Um... You, you've come to the Restlands. I saw you walk through it. What, what brings you there? Father, it troubles me to speak the name of this group within your church. But have you ever heard of the Whispering Way? I... Maybe in, in whispers. I, I may have heard of it, you know. Um, yes. But not around this town, as far as I know. I keep a relatively tight flock that comes here to worship, and... And you're aware of the circumstances surrounding the professor's death? I I know he had a boulder topple on him at Harrowstone. That's what I've... Well, we did some research. Talked to some people around town. Looked through some of the professor's tomes. And it seems that he was investigating this group. Are you familiar with the way that they prevent their adversaries from speaking after death. Uh, I have not heard of this, um, but it's it's troubling if, if he was indeed crushed. It is coincidental. Uh, and he yes. gives air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. Grimborough <laughs> <and laughs> picks up what you're putting down, um, but he, he does have to ask... What does that have to do with us? Well, I would defer to my pa- my compatriots to explain the situation. Someone's been troubling the waters around town. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Got him. Um, there was a defacement of the statue in the center of town. There was a lot of blood and a V marked on the statue and it couldn't be removed with scrubbing. We think there's maybe a connection with that and the whispering way and maybe Professor Lorimore. So are you are you asking to use our libraries or what what exactly are you asking, my uh, child? I I think we wanna go into the crypt to check out any evidence of I don't know, fee-type things or other evidence of Whispering Way? The Crypt. I'm afraid we can't be too much more specific. What was the actual intersection of the Crypt that we are looking for? The Eversleep and the Black Path. Okay. Well, 
We are under the impression that there's more than one crypt at this intersection and would like some guidance from you. Who exactly is buried there at that intersection? Uh, It might take several days to to look through the records to to find, you know, people have been buried here from, from for long before I was born and before I became a man of Phrasma. Um, uh, excuse me, but do you not label, like, the graves and tombstones? Uh, it, it appears you you haven't maybe visited one of our crypts. No? Uh, there could be a hundred men buried in there. Oh. Depending on the crypt. We believe there is a crypt at this intersection that maybe contains some powerful relics or powerful weapons in dealing with the undead. And if you are very familiar at familiar at all with the Whispering Way, you would know that we will be fighting undead. Uh, well, I, I'll give you two options then, Mutumbe, if you roll me a diplomacy check. I will speak with my silver tongue and hope um, that one of my compatriots... As a man of phrasma... You take a plus four. Hell yeah. The rest of you can certainly aid. Why not? Yeah, I'll aid. I aided. Oh, actually, I don't aid. Sad. All right, so I have a 16 total. 16 without, we're with the plus four? Uh, that's with the plus four, but without aid. Who did anybody, you aided? I, I aided. That's <laughs> okay. the first time I rolled above 10. <laughs> nice. So an 18? 18, yeah. Okay, so he says, you have, um... Two options, Matumbe. Um, you can either take two of my acolytes with you to observe everything you're doing to the crypt, just so we can make sure everything's on the up and up. Father, you would you would not, or you would not believe that someone like me would allow people like this to disturb your grave. Matumbe, you are new to this town, and you do not follow Ustalavin customs. The other option is Good point well taken. You you come back after dark, and you can do what you will under the cover of night, but I do not want prying eyes seeing what you're doing. So you either go supervised by us, or you go yourselves and do what you will, but make sure you're hidden. I will turn a blind eye to this. As long as there are things that might help you figure out this whole mess. Will Ikma Eclipse Lyra, what do you prefer? Um, I'd, I'd say we go as straight as possible on this. I'd rather not get in trouble, so I'd say we, uh, we get the help of the, the workers and Make sure that everything is done correctly. A valid point. But out of character, I definitely feel like we should just scope the place out and then come back at night. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, Igmer can say one thing, but if you guys choose the other way, it's just like these are technically like anything you find there is their property. So that's the only thing I would say. Like, you know, if you find it yourselves... Yeah, going into a graveyard at night is creepy, but, you know, you find it yourselves, it's probably yours to keep. You find it with the acolytes, they might take their share of it. But they might help you if, you know, anything were down there. So it's really up to you. 
right. So that's Ekmer's and my take. Yeah. Yeah, I say if that's Ekmer's take, then uh, one of us needs to talk to an alkalite, uh, and then whatever they actually say, we need to make sure Ikmer believes <laughs> that it's okay to come back at night, <laughs> and it's not against the law. Okay. Yeah, that works. Okay, so is that Lyra as well? You think? Yeah, that's, I think Lyra would want to come back at night so they can actually keep things that they find because okay. I think she would see value in uh, actually obtaining some of the objects. So you guys go and talk to an acolyte. Yeah. yeah. On your way out, like in the restlands, and um, are we going to scope the place out? Yeah, I imagine you go to the corner and you see like three crypts. Okay. Three entrances to crypts. And you said he narrowed it down to two, though, right? He said, I'll give you... Oh, shit. He gave you... Uh, d- yeah, Grimbro gave you two options. Yes. Um, so you see three crypts kind of at that intersection. Mm-hmm. You're not sure which one. You guys can make me a perception check if yeah. you like. Sure. Ooh. Ickber. Big old four. Big 20. Four. 20. 17. 17. 11. Okay, so Matumbe and Eclipse can see that the three of them are locked. I need Matumbe and Eclipse to make me either a disabled device or a, well, one of three. A disabled device, a knowledge arcana, or a spellcraft. Spellcraft it is. Knowledge arcana? All right, you guys roll separately then. Yeah. 18 here for spellcraft. 10. Okay, so Eclipse can see that, you know, she's noticed the locks on all three. She noticed one looks like it might have been acid splashed open and then placed back to look like it's shut. Um, And you guys remember from the professor's journal that, that he had gone down to the, he'd found the crypt, he went down to it, he got some supplies out of it, he left the rest of the cash there. Yep. So. Well, that's the one. You can intuit that that's the one. Now, are you guys doing your B plan to convince Ikmer that it's okay to come back at night? I think Lyra should have the conversation. So, Lyra, are you going to talk to an acolyte? Like, bring an acolyte over? So, am I supposed to get the acolyte to say we can take stuff? Or, like, what am I getting the acolyte to I think say? you're going to want him to... And my interpretation of this, and you guys can take it any way you want, because this is a free-form tabletop RPG, but my, my interpretation of this would be maybe Lyra is trying to get the Acolyte to say something like, yeah, people come to the graveyard at night. Or like something that makes it not seem as like nefarious to Ikmer that you guys would come back. Meanwhile, Eclipse will take Ikmer to the side to walk around to the back side of the crypts just to double check so he can't hear this conversation. Okay. So it goes negatively. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll go, I'll I'll go with Lyra. Okay. So Lyra and Matumbe talk to one of the, you know, acolytes is kind of like mowing the lawn or polishing or whatever. Uh, What do you say to him? I would introduce myself. Hi, my name's Lyra. Oh, hi Lyra. I'm, I'm Gerald. It's great to meet you. Yeah, it's great to meet you too. I have a friend that he's he's just a little nervous about being um, in a graveyard and around 
uh, dead. Oh, and the so, dad? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty young. He's a little wet behind the ears. Uh, so could you just tell him that, like, there's nothing scary here and, like, it's perfectly safe to take a stroll through here at night and, uh, yeah, that we'll just be safe. Uh, roll a diplomacy check. Meanwhile, it will be behind the crib. Ick, look at all the flowers on the grave. Do you want to aid Matumbe? I kind of want to roll an intimidate, but I'll aid at diplomacy. I mean, I think- do whatever you want. So what's your diplomacy? 14. 14. Oh, that's, yeah, that's more than enough for this guy. He's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him what, I'll tell him what Papa Gerald told me. My daddy, <laughs> he was a great follower of Phrasma as well. Oh. He's what led me on the path to, you know, cleaning graveyards. <laughs> Papa Gerald, Papa Gerald really knew. <laughs> He, he kept me from being scared going in the graveyard at night. He said, Phrasma will protect me. And That's so he did. Perfect. Where's your friend there? So we'll, I'll call Ikmer over. Uh, yeah. And he says, what's your name, young man? Well, it's nice to, nice to meet you. My name is Ikmer. My name's Gerald Jr. Gerald Jr. Gerald Jr. Great to meet you. But Gerald Jr. Uh, Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> Thank you. Gerald. <laughs> G- we have to mute Haley's mic for this. Gerald Jr. Gerald. Well, most most people call me Ick, but uh, but hi. Well, I can't see why you look like an Ickmer to me. I just like I look like a Gerald. Well. <laughs> You know, I guess that makes sense. Sigmar, I hear you're a little afraid to come into the into the restlands at night. Is that true? <laughs> well, to be honest, uh, this was uh, this was never uh, like something that was discussed. But uh, I wouldn't see any reason why why I would want to go in into the graveyard at night. Oh, you know, you you've never seen tombstones lit by the full moon. It's beautiful. Full moon. Triggered. In fact, I could take you over to, to Papa Gerald's grave if you want. We can we can wait till sunset, look at it in the in the moonlight, and I'll show you nothing's wrong. You, you wouldn't <laughs> mind holding hands or something? Cause... I mean, if that's what you're into, as long as you worship Phrasma later. Oh, uh, Shaylin's the way to go. The way, Shailen's the way to go if, if you uh, are asking me. Ah, oh, well, you know, whatever, but I just wanted to let you know. Your friend asked me to tell you that it's not scary at night. Oh, well, uh, that's that's great. Uh, I, I didn't necessarily think so at first, but, you know, now that this is all being brought up, uh, I think I think I have a better conscience about it now. Oh, that, that's great, Ickmer. I'm going to go cut some more grass, but but if you ever come back to the wrestling, just tell him, hey, I know Gerald. Gerald Jr. or Gerald? Gerald Jr. I'm, I'm Gerald Jr. My, my dad's buried here. All right, Gerald. <laughs> I'll see you later, Ickmer. It's great meeting you. Hey, bye, Lyra. Uh, I didn't catch your name, big man. It is irrelevant. Uh, hi, irrelevant. I'm Gerald Jr. You missed my point, Gerald uh, Jr. <laughs> Goodbye, then. 
<laughs> and he doesn't even see Eclipse. He just. <laughs> Probably for the best right now because I've been just cracking up. Okay, so so you guys, you have this chat. I think you're all on the same page about coming back after dark. So, is that the game plan for the rest yeah. of the day? You're gonna, yeah. you know, it's like 3 p.m. You wait till eight o'clock. Head back in. Yeah. Are you going back to like Kendra's for the for the interim? Yeah, I was gonna hope she had food. Okay, sounds good. Um, as you guys are walking back. Uh, what order are you going in? Who's taking up the front? Definitely Ikmer. Ikmer's in the front? Uh, second or next to Ikmer. Okay. So Matumbe and Ikmer in the front. Are you guys side by side or one in front of the other? Um, I would probably want to stand off kilter so I can see between them because I can't definitely can't see over. But in- So you're off to the side. Yeah, a little bit off to the side, walking n- next to Lyra if she wants to walk next to me. Yes. Yeah, Lyra would definitely walk next to Next to Eclipse. Okay, Eclipse. Well, no, I guess Eclipse and Lyra make me a perception check. Alrighty. Oh, God. It's an eight. Nineteen. So, Lyra, kind of out of the corner of her eye, notices this group of kids. And there are a couple, like, little girls playing jump rope. But with a nineteen, you can hear the rhyme that they're chanting and it goes a little something like oh god this is gonna be creepy as fuck isn't it put her body on the bed take a knife and lop her head watch the blood come out the pipe feeds the sturge so nice and ripe Drops of red so sparkly bright Splatter spell her name just right With the hammer killed his wife Now he wants to claim your life Trixie father tells a lie Listen closer, you will die And you're the only one that hears this uh, And then the, the girls go quiet Ooh um, Are we just walking past them? No. Yeah, like you can see them kind of like back into the right of you. They're they're like in an alley playing this jump rope game. Okay. So I think I would at least like hold Eclipse back. Um I don't know if you guys would notice if we stopped walking and just tell her that those whisper, try not to make too much of a commotion. Mm-hmm. Just say, those girls over there. That doesn't sound like a normal nursery rhyme. And then she'd try to repeat a, f- a few of the, mm. the lines of the song. Okay. Uh, I, I wonder uh, who they're talking about. Usually nursery rhymes are based on some sort of truth, right? Yeah, typically it sounded really gruesome and a lot of blood. Do you want to go over and ask? We could. Okay. You can go over and ask. I'm assuming Matumbe and Ikmar are still walking, so. I mean, no one told us that Did, you guys were well, stopping. I didn't want to, like. Do, do we notice that they stopped? Because we, we could just kind of wait while they talk to these kids. Can we make a perception check. Also, we should ask them. We should ask group them. Of 20, 24. All right, yeah, you notice. So you probably hold Ikmar up and you guys maybe. Ikmar, let's. It appears Eclipse and Lyra have business with some children. <laughs> Let's take a minute and 
talk ourselves about the saving power of Phoresma. Possibly Horus or the uh, the old man in the woods. Ooh, very <laughs> late. Oh, very late. Comes out of the back alley. Mm. <laughs> Children. See his milk. He was in, the, he was in the back alley. They were playing jump rope in. Oh, God. So you guys go talk to the kids. Was Horus uh, jumping or was Horus spinning? I'm the one who watches at night. Oh, no. <laughs> Tap your window. Oh, so right. <laughs> so, so you guys go talk to the kids. Um, what do you say? You, you come up to them and they, they seem kind of like shocked that you're near them. They don't really get approached by adults. Um, Lyra would say, hey there. That, that sounds like a pretty fun game you're playing. My name's Lyra. Hi. Uh, my name is uh, E, or, 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 well, I mean, my full name's Eclipse, but uh, uh, you can call me E. Eclipse, Eclipse, are you a kid? No, I'm not. Um. Oh, but why are you so small? Um, that's just the way that I am. Uh, oh, oh. I just, I don't get very tall. I stay like uh, a kid forever, basically. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish we could be kids forever. Yeah, I want to play this game. What game is this? Oh, I was just playing jump rope. Were you singing? Yeah. I I really like singing, um, but I haven't heard that song before. Where did you guys learn it? Make me a diplomacy check. Ooh. Um... 21. It's a song all the kids in Raven Grow know. I don't know where it came from. All the kids in Raven Grow. I've been singing this since I could sing. And you don't know what event uh, inspired the song? No. I'm seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who taught you this? Just the other kids. Oh, well, how do you play this game? You play jump rope and you sing the song. I, I don't know what's hard about that. I thought you were a kid forever. I just didn't know. Sometimes you jump rope and you gotta jump a certain amount of times and stuff. I just didn't know. Nope. Oh, okay. So you guys have, you know, you talk to these kids and they say basically... The song is well known in Raven Grow by the kids. It seems like it's passed down kid to kid, but they don't really know what it's about. So that means like Kendra, since she grew up in Raven Grow, should she grew up in rem- Oh, damn! But we sh- should be able to talk to any adult in Raven Grow, and they should know this if all the kids know it. Maybe you'd have to talk to somebody. You have to gain somebody like Zokar Elkarid's trust. Oh, I think we got that. So. <laughs> yeah. so, so you guys head back to Kendra's house. I assume at this point. Oh, it's a week night. I can't do another tray of shots. <laughs> <laughs> so you head back to Kendra's house. She gives you a good meal. Uh, the sun is set. You guys head back to the to the crypt to the restlands. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Make it creepy for me. I can make it creepy. So you enter the restlands, 
and it's dark. And it's one of those starless, moonless nights. And you're walking down the Eversleep in a group of four. And it seems like everybody's kind of on edge. You've been... You've been looking up information on this potential murder. You've been staying in this house that isn't yours. You've had broken dreams. Nobody's sleeping well. Nobody's... Nobody's really gained that amount of trust in each other where you can tell that these people are your friends. You've... You spent two days together. Lyra, you're probably... You're probably wondering if Eclipse is insane or a liar. You never saw anything that she talked about. Matumbe, you're probably thinking that none of these people understand you. None of these people understand your values. Ikmer, you're probably suspicious of how nice everyone's been to you so far. And Eclipse, you can't get the thought of this ethereal bird out of your head. And you think maybe this group believes you, but but in the back of your mind, you know, maybe I'm the one that's going nuts. Nobody else saw this. And you walk through the cemetery and you walk to the intersection of the Black Path and the Eversleep. And you come upon the door that Eclipse had figured out was the one that was open. Who opens it? I'll open it. Eclipse opens the door. And it, it it's a little difficult to budge at first, but she gets it. And it just... Opens into a pitch black room. Do you enter? Yep. Clips enters, single file. Behind her, Ikmer, Matumbe, and then Lyra. And they see nothing except for, I guess, Eclipse and Ikmer can see in the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have dark vision. But the other two, blind to what's happening in this chamber. Eclipse and Ikmer, make me a perception check. Fourteen. Eight. Ooh. Eclipse, you see what looks like a large stone coffin. And as you enter from the south, you see it's to the far north at the end of the chamber, at the end of the crypt. Down a set of stairs, you can see at the ceilings go from 10 feet high to 20. And you see it, and I think... What is Eclipse thinking? Maybe... Eclipse is... um a bit scared and she's gonna actually kind of jab behind her at Ick and point it out 
so that he specifically sees this because she does not want to be the only one who knows about it. Do you enter towards the the coffin? Yeah, Hickman would definitely do that. He would probably even be like standing upright, like I mean, not necessarily like this isn't scary, but he's doing nothing wrong in his mind. So. Okay. Yeah. So so move yourselves up if you're moving to the there's the coffin is the is a long rectangle there. Okay. Um. So uh, before you get too close, um, he's gonna stop. And she's going to touch you. And um, you're going to feel a little safer as I just cast Hide from Undead on you, which will last 10 minutes. Ooh, that's good. Because I feel like you're going to do the most damage and I'd like them to not know who you are. Okay. Because I have a feeling this is not going to go well. Okay. So I assume Lyra and Matume may be holding the shoulders of the other two to, to come in here. You can't really see anything. Yeah. For the record, problem. my shield and book are out. Oh, okay. Getting that shield AC. Yep. Uh, Ikmer probably forgot that they didn't uh, have, like, dark vision. So, uh, initially, probably would have just, like, walked in and then, like, oh, turned around and been like, oh, oops. Come with I me. I have friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, are, you, are you opening this coffin? Um, I guess, is there... Anything else in the room that is like... I mean, uh, stone walls, vaults that you can see like coffins would have been slid into. Can we ask Lyra to to detect magic? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You'll have to point me in like kind of the right direction since I can't... So you point her towards the sarcophagus and she detects magic. She detects a lot of magic. Guys, there's something really powerful here. There's a lot of magic. You detect several auras. Oh, shit. Open it. Open it. Okay. Uh, do I need a strength check? Yes. Make me a strength check. Ha! Probably freaking break the thing with the uh, 23. Yeah, you pop that lid right off. You slide it across. You look inside. Matumbe and Lyra, make me a perception check. Oh. Gonna be rolling my die that's actually been doing okay today. And not do okay. That's an eight total. I got a seven. Oh, God. Yeah, we're blind as bats back here. Yep. So you open the coffin. And you look inside. And you see a bunch of things. And you you immediately get this sense of dread. And then it spreads. It spreads to E, and it spreads to Matumbe, and it spreads to Lyra. And I need you guys to finish your drinks. Because. Oh, man! 